Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm looking at this one. Why does the government think that India does not have an asymptomatic transmission problem? It's day 80 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 16116 confirmed cases with 519 deaths. I was watching the daily press briefing this evening for these numbers when Love Agarwal, the joint secretary in the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare who leads these briefings, answered a question from a reporter about asymptomatic people testing positive with this sir asymptomatic people actually coming out positive is not a very big percentage that is what the historical data across the world has shown us so what is important for us however is to be aware of this challenge and we need to ensure that even asymptomatic people if they are high risk people that is part of our sampling criteria we sort of monitor them do testing for them and coordinate with them similarly for asymptomatic people who are contacts it is always advised that they should either remain in home quarantine or if they are high risk people they should go for a facility quarantine so that effective monitoring for them also can take place i had actually thought of doing an episode on asymptomatic transmission earlier but i thought it was such accepted wisdom by now that i dropped it well clearly not one of the hallmarks of this epidemic has been the share of people who showed no symptoms at all before testing positive although some of them may later develop symptoms Here's Professor Gautam Menon, professor of physics and biology at Ashoka University, talking about how common we now know the asymptomatic form of the disease is. Eighty percent—that's the number that's thrown out, thrown around nowadays. Eighty percent of patients are asymptomatic for COVID-19. That is to say that you know that that um, four out of five patients who are carrying this disease will not show symptoms. They can infect other people, but they themselves will be asymptomatic. This is something we're seeing every day in multiple studies and multiple locations. Here are a few recent examples and I've linked to all the studies I'm going to mention here. One, Iceland estimates that 50% of its cases are asymptomatic. Two, in Vo, the small Italian town that tested its whole population, 43% of all cases across two surveys were asymptomatic. most crucially the viral load was the same in those with and without symptoms three a new york hospital tested all 215 women who were admitted for deliveries between march 22nd and april 4th 15 tested positive for sars cov2 and 88% of those who tested positive had no symptoms china until recently did not even include asymptomatic cases in its total figures It now says that only a small fraction of its confirmed cases were asymptomatic. Wu Zunyu, China's chief epidemiologist, said in an official briefing in early April that asymptomatic cases accounted for 4.4% of the total confirmed patients only in China. 2 days ago, China released details about the 6764 of its cases who were asymptomatic, which found that a fifth of them developed symptoms later. meaning that about 4400 did not develop any symptoms at all but even china recognizes that it hasn't found all asymptomatic confirmed cases yet after lifting its lockdown wuhan tested 275400 people 
from April 8th to April 15th and found 182 asymptomatic positive cases, equivalent to 6.6 asymptomatic cases for every 10,000 people. And where does India stand? Well, we do not have national data on confirmed cases that did not show symptoms, but we have some very recent data on specific locations. Here's Delhi's Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal speaking to the media today to explain why he isn't lifting lockdown restrictions from tomorrow. Yesterday, we tested 736 cases. 186 turned out to be positive, meaning 25%. That's quite a lot. 186 out of 186 were asymptomatic. They had no symptoms, no cough, fever or shortness of breath. They had no idea that they have corona. And here's Maharashtra's Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre again speaking today, but about all of the state's cases so far. From the cases that have come out so far, 70 to 75 percent of the positive cases had no symptoms or very mild symptoms. It's absolutely clear that there are a lot of asymptomatic people testing positive and that Mr. Agarwal was off the mark today. Since March 20th, India's testing strategy has included the asymptomatic close and direct contacts of confirmed positive cases. In theory at least, we should be testing a lot of asymptomatic people. But we don't know if this is happening in practice across the country. Highly likely that the share of cases confirmed as positive so far in India who were asymptomatic is low, as Mr. Agarwal has suggested. But this would just mean that we haven't found them yet, because as we know now from the world's experience, they are very much there out there. The extent of asymptomatic transmission is actually one of the most important drivers of how we respond to the disease. It should affect all major decisions we as individuals and the government take once some restrictions are lifted. Here's Dr. Anant Bhan, a researcher in global health, bioethics and health policy, talking about this issue a bit. I think, you know, while reducing the numbers and keeping it manageable is one way of, uh, of using a strategy, I think you're right. I mean, that um, the, the point that this is f- uh, pretty much infectious and that anyone who is still uh, either not isolated or asymptomatic and not yet identified uh, um, and hence is cap- capable of transporting that infection could mm-hmm. still be a major public health worry. And so what you don't want is just to control the number of infections to a particular number, yet not do all of the other steps to prevent the number from rising again. Because as I said, if you are not focused on that, then the rebound can be pretty quick and it could be much worse either, right? So you could have a more wider geographic geographic spread. You could have it reaching many more rural areas than it is currently in where the health services are even more poorer in uh, in quality and that would just be a nightmare to um, to handle from a health system's perspective it will affect things like the decision to open schools dr bhan went on to say because children could be asymptomatic vectors carrying the virus back to grandparents i'm actually someone who doesn't think the government's decisions on containing the virus have been wrong on the whole and i haven't found the press briefings as unhelpful as many of my colleagues have either But this was a bad one. To move ahead with effective strategies, our top authorities have to be reading the evidence better or we'll really be in trouble. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. 
tomorrow a new question